Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hello, everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for the 6th of December, 2019. I am your co-host, Jason Castingway. Today, we bring to you another in Microsoft's Accessibility Webinar Series, this time on the latest accessibility improvements to OneDrive and SharePoint. A lot of good material covered here. Enjoy. Good afternoon, everybody from us here in Redmond, and thank you for joining us. This is our November 2019 Accessibility Learning Webinar. We are today uh, two moderators, and I'm obviously one of, one of them. So I would like now to introduce myself to you. Uh, my name is uh, Nikes Dogbo, and I am a Senior Accessibility Program Manager here at Microsoft. And once again, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And so my name is Sean Merrihue, and I work on the Enterprise Disability Answer Desk, where we support uh, customers who have accessibility questions about our products. Um, and yeah, so as Nick has mentioned, we're both your moderators for today. Um, and just to give you some background on these webinars, um, we had gotten feedback from customers at several events and conferences that customers want more training on some of the features and tools built right into our products. So we launched our accessibility webinar series that's all about empowering customers uh, with accessibility knowledge. Um, Nikes, can you give the audience a little bit of info about the format for today? Sure. Yes, so uh, today's format is simple. Uh, the webinar uh, in total will last uh, one hour. So we have 45 minutes for, for the, the demos and uh, 15 minutes dedicated to Q&A at the end. Um, also, the webinar is being recorded. so. If you happen to, to miss uh, parts of it, uh, don't worry. The recording will be available in about a, in about a week. And we will, of course, uh, send a link to everybody who uh, signed up. Now, with that, uh, uh, Sean, I think I'd like to uh, acknowledge our uh, presenters uh, for today's webinar. So today we have uh, James from the SharePoint team here at Microsoft. And we also have Eli from the OneDrive team. Microsoft. So they're going to show us uh, some great ways to, to, to work and collaborate using their respective tools. And so as Nick has mentioned, um, once our speakers finish, we do have a period for Q&A. Um, so we have a couple options. Uh, one, you can email us your questions. Uh, you can just email those to accwebinars at microsoft.com. And again, that's accwebinars at microsoft.com. Uh, or you can ask us on Twitter, and uh, just make sure to use the hashtag AccessibilityWebinar. All right, I'm going to kick it over to our two presenters for today. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Nikes. And thank you, Sean, for having the most soothing voice ever. I feel so <laughs> calmed after you talked there. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we're really excited to demonstrate to you some of the accessibility capabilities we have in OneDrive and SharePoint. Uh, my name's Eli. I'm a program manager for the OneDrive mobile team and also the accessibility champion for OneDrive. And I'm James, uh, James Jackson. I'm a program manager on the SharePoint team, and I'm the accessibility driver for SharePoint. 
and we are here representing what we call the accessibility crew. So that's a group of individuals uh, across disciplines. So we have researchers and designers, engineers, and uh, PMs who work on and are passionate about accessibility. And so while we have the privilege to present to you today, uh, understand that there's a lot of people working in the background who are actually helping contribute to the accessibility mission and goal that we, uh, we try and uphold in OneDrive and SharePoint. Um, if you go to the next slide, I always like to start when we talk about accessibility with Satya. Um, it's amazing when we have a leader like him, uh, it makes it so much easier for us to really get things done. You know, we, it's so clear that it's a priority from the top down. And so when Satya says accessibility is not a bolt-on, um, and it must be built into every single process and how core it is to our mission of empowering every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. Um, it just makes our job so much easier and I really think that accessibility is an amazing example of our mission statement at work. Uh, and so I'm very proud to be working in this space and I'm lucky to be able to present to you today. Um, so OneDrive and SharePoint, I, I know that some people might not understand the connection between those two, but while we're two different products, we're actually one team. And we work very closely together to bring you all different types of experiences. So OneDrive is the intelligent solution for all of your files. So anytime you want to do any kind of collaborative file work, and of course everything's connected to the cloud, you do it with OneDrive. Uh, SharePoint is the modern intranet with solutions for sites, portals, lists, and custom metadata. Together, our mission is to empower users to be collaborative and productive. So today, James will be demonstrating document libraries with Narrator uh, on Edge, and I will be demoing mobile productivity in the OneDrive iOS and Android apps uh, with voiceover on the iPhone and uh, talkback on the Android device. So with that, I'm going to pass it over to James so we can start going through some of the demos. All right, so I'm going to be talking specifically about document libraries in SharePoint. Um, before I go into exactly the demo, uh, I'll talk a little bit about what a document library is. A document library is basically it's a collection of files and folders that live uh, on a SharePoint site that can be either a comm site or a team site. Uh, it works a lot like File Explorer, but what sets it apart is that um, it has enhanced features for sharing and collaborating, such as custom metadata, which is something that I'll be demoing specifically uh, later on in the demo. Uh, so I'll be showing you how to access a document library uh, using Narrator in Edge, uh, how to navigate within that document library, and also how to work with that custom metadata. All right, so I'm going to just pull up a document library that I've got ready and turn Narrator on. Start Narrator. Narrator heading level one. Welcome to Narrator. Mark, published October 16th, 2008. All right, so right now I'm on a team site called the Mark 8 Project Team. So this is a SharePoint team site for uh, the product team that's designing and building a new, uh, I believe it's an aerial drone. Um, it's a sort of fictional company that we use for demoing purposes. Um, and I'm going to show you how we would get to a document library that exists on this site. Uh, so I'm in Narrator, and uh, I'm in scan mode. I'll talk a little bit about what scan mode is, but basically it's, it's a mode that lets Narrator work just like every other screen reader where you can use shortcut keys to jump to uh, specific content areas. And I know that there's a document library on this site that I want to work with. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to press the D key, which in Narrator allows me to jump from one region to another. Uh, in other uh, screen readers, this is a different key, I believe, for JAWS. It's the R key. 
Um, and I'm going to use the DT, D key to get to the navigation. Search the site. Search landmark. So I want to search landmark. Banner landmark. The banner. Navigation landmark. Here, I'll go back so banner you guys landmark. can hear that clearly. Navigation landmark. So now I'm on the navigation. Now that I'm there, I'll just use the down arrow key until I reach the documents link. Home. Link, team calendar. Link, Mark 18's channel. Link, Mark 8 planner board. Link, Mark 8 OneNote. Link, documents. All right, so this is the document library that I want to get to. I just press the enter key to load it. Link, documents. Loading page. Loading complete. Pane. And now I'm on the page that's got the document library. And since I'm in, before I go into uh, navigating the document library itself, oh, let me change something real quick. Command bar. Use left and right arrow. Don't want to skip ahead in the demo. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what we did when we designed and built document libraries. So because they're collections of files and folders, we designed it based off of the File Explorer experience in Windows. This is an experience that most users are going to be used to um, and works really well. Uh, so it was a natural place for us to begin with our design inspiration. So a lot of the same methods that you'd use to navigate File Explorer you can use here. Another thing I wanted to do is to talk a little bit more about scan mode, which I mentioned prior. So if you are not a narrator user, if you're a JAWS user or an NVDA user, um, you are going to be using a screen reader in a mode very similar to what narrator calls scan mode. So like I said before, it allows you to jump to different content pieces. It allows you to skip headings, for instance. Um, it allows you to navigate from element to element with the up and down arrow key. Um, and without scan mode, uh, the screen reader just does whatever the, the browser would natively support in terms of navigation. The reason I wanted to bring this up is that um, a lot of our competitors that have a similar experience to this, where you can use uh, access files and folders within a web browser, uh, designed their experiences with the idea of scan mode being off. So in JAWS, I think this is maybe called forms mode. There's different, different browsers or different screen readers use different terminology. But basically, they designed their experience so that it will only work if you turn off those um, nuanced, complicated keyboard shortcuts and commands that most screen reader users are used to having uh, when accessing content. For our uh, file controller, we decided that we did not want to do that. We decided we wanted to make sure that it works in both scan mode and outside of scan mode so that everybody would have the most intuitive experience that you didn't have to go into settings to make changes just to access one control on one page and then change those settings back when you need to do something else. Um, so I'm mostly going to be demoing this with scan mode, but I'll do a couple things just to show you how you can do it with scan mode turned off. Um, so since I'm in scan mode, I can get to the document library really easily because we set up the document as a table, because in File Explorer it's also a table. So I'm going to use the T key uh, to navigate to that document library. List of folders, files, or items. Use up and down arrow keys to navigate. Use the space key to select within the list. When selected, press in. So I'm just going to stop the screen reader there. Uh, I just pressed the T key, and I got to that document library. Now, it's set up as a table, so I'm going to navigate it using table commands. Uh, in Narrator, that is going to be using the Control, Alt, and then up, down, left, and right arrow keys. And that's standard, I believe, across all uh, major Windows screen readers. So I'm going to just use Control, Alt, down, and go into the first cell. Click all, read only, column header, row one of nine, column one of eight. So I'm in the Select All column and the column header. Then I'll use the Control-Alt-Right arrow key to move to the next column header. Uh, read only. Column header. Column 2 of 8. So that was pretty fast. I'll do it again. Select all. Type. Read only. Column header. Column 2 of 8. So that's saying it's the type column. So this is the column that's telling you if something's a file, a folder, or what kind of file it is. 
Aim, read only, column header, column three of eight. So I'm just moving right to, so you can hear all the columns. I'll move to the next column. Modified, read only, column header, column four of eight. Owner, read only, column header, column five of eight. Review date, read only, column header, column six of eight. Status, read only, column header, column seven of eight. Add column, read only, column header, column eight of eight. So some of those columns you'll probably be familiar with, like type, name, modified date. Um, those are the kind of things that are in File Explorer. Some of these you might not have heard before, like owner, review date, status. Those are actually the custom metadata that I'm going to dive into a little bit later. So, but first, let's look at actually getting to a file. So I'm going to press Control, Alt, left arrow key until I get back to the name column. X, re review date, owner, read, modified, name, read only, column header, column three of eight. So now I'm on the name column, and then I'll press Control, Alt, down to get to the first item in the document library. Not you save this file to read later. Share the selected item with other people. Save the selected item for later show actions. Read only. Column header name. Row two of nine. So it, it spoke pretty fast there, but it basically, this is the design folder. So it said design, and then it also summarized some of the other content in there, uh, which includes some controls that we'll go into uh, that allow you to do some custom and complex stuff with files. So let's just look at another folder. Digital assets web share the selected item with other people. Save the selected item for later show actions. Read only. Row three of nine. General share the selected item with other people. Save the selected item for later show actions. Read only. Row four of nine. So that's the digital assets web and the general folders. So what if you want to go inside of a folder? Let's go back up to that design folder. Digital assets web Design you save this file to read later. Share the selected item. All right. Now, because I'm using scan mode, I'm moving from one table cell to another. Um, but if I want to interact with any of the controls that are actually inside of that, I've actually got to uh, navigate inside of that cell. So I'm going to stop pressing control and all, and I'm going to just press the down arrow key to go to the first element in there. Design. So it's the design button. Share the selected item with other people button. Share uh, control for sharing to other people. Save the selected item for later button. For saving later. Show actions button. And a more actions button. So I want to go to the design folder, so I'm going to go back to that first control, which was the design button. Save the selected item. Share the selected item button. Design. And I'll just press enter. Bearing 44 DDF stress test. And now I'm in that folder. Uh, so I can use table navigation again to just navigate around this, and you can see that we've got all the same headings. Aim, read only. Modified, read only. Owner, read only. Col review date, read only. Column header, status, read only. Column header, column 7 of 8. But this folder's got some files in it. Name, read only. So I'm going back column to name, and then I'll press uh, down arrow with uh, control and alt uh, to get to the files' names. 44 DDF stress test dot XLS express C to open file hover card share the selected item with other people save the selected item for later show actions read only column header name row two of ten. So you heard bearing 44 DDF stress test dot XLS so we know that this is an Excel file and let's say I wanted to open that I'll do just like I open the folder I'll go inside of that file or inside of that uh, bearing 44 DDF stress test dot XLS X inside the grid cell to get to the link and then I'll press enter opening new tab mark eight project loading complete pane and that loads the Excel file in um, the web version of Microsoft Excel. But let's say you wanted to let's say you wanted to make to open it in the native application for Excel. Uh, so I'll just go back to the document team. library. And I'm gonna go to that control uh, that's inside of the name column that's the more actions button. Bearing 44 DDF, press C to open file hover card. Share the selected item with other people button. Save the selected item for later button. Show actions button. Alright, show actions button. I'm gonna press enter. Table exit, open, menu item, collapsed, one of 16. So now I'm in a menu, and it works like any other menu uh, on the web or in native applications. I can just use the up and down arrow key to go between items. Open. 
Menu item, 2 of 16, preview. Menu item, 3 of 16, share. But I want to open it in, um, I want to open it and I want some special options to open it, so I'm going to go back up to that open option. Menu item, 2 of 16. Which the open option is the first option in the menu. Menu item, collapsed, 1 of 16, open. So menu item collapsed, that means there's a submenu, I'll press enter. Open in browser, menu item, 1 of 2. It says open in browser. Open in browser. Menu item, 2 of 2, open in app. And, but the second option is open in app, so that's what I want, so I'm going to do Table it. Table list of folders, files, or items. Use up and down arrow keys to navigate. Use the space key to select within the list. Opening, and Excel window, scan off. Excel, one running window is requesting attention. Accounts window, sign in, email, phone, or Skype. So it opened Excel. It's asking me to sign in because I'm using a demo account and my Excel is not signed into that demo account. Um, but you get the basic idea. Uh, just by going into that menu and those options, you can open any file or folder or any file that's inside of Excel using the native application. So I'll go ahead and close Excel and go back to the document library. Accounts window, sign in, email, Excel window. Accounts window, sign in. It's not letting me, so I'll Marty just go back and leave Excel open and deal with that later. All right, so let's see. Now, now that you've seen sort of the basics of interacting with a document library and the documents, let's talk a little bit about uh, the custom metadata options. So before, you heard that we've got columns for owners, review dates, and status. Um, so let's say that I am uh, work at this company, uh, and my job is to drive the design process. So I'm inside of the design folder, and it's my job to you know, make sure that every uh, every one of these deliverables in this folder has got an owner, it's got a review date, and I want to drive that status to be done. So let's just look at that first file, um, which is the Excel file that we were on in a minute. I'm going to move over to the, some of those um, extra metadata columns. So I'm going to do that with table navigation, control, alt, and right arrow key. November 12, 2019, 412 PM, read only, column header modified, column 4 of 8. So that's the last time it was modified. Alex Wilbur, read only, column header owner, column 5 of 8. Alex Wilbur is the owner. December 15th, read only, column header review date, column 6 of 8. It's got a review date of December 15th. Done, read only, column header status, column and 7 of 8. it's done. All right, so that's pretty cool. I know things about this document, and I know the status of the processes that go around it. Now, let's see. Um, I'm just going to sort of navigate around and see if there's anything that I should be paying attention to as the driver for this. So let's go down a couple files uh, to the elevator pitch. Read only. Uh, .pdf file. Elevator pitch one.jpg press C. Elevator pitch.jpg press C to elevator pitch.pdf press C to open file hover card share the selected item with other people. All right, here it is. Let's see if it's got an owner and a review date and a status. November 18th, 2019. Read only. Column header owner. Column five of eight. Okay, so I didn't say that there's an owner in the owner column. That means that there's not an owner yet. Read only. Column header review date. Column six of eight. It doesn't say anything about what's in the review date column. In progress. Read only. Column header status. Column seven of eight. But it is in progress. All right, so that's a little bit concerning to me. So we've got a deliverable that's in progress, but we don't have an owner or a review date scheduled for it. And what if there's other files in this document library that uh, might have that as an issue, and it's something that I need to start driving as a process in my organization? So if I wanted to see that, I can easily filter the view of the document library to only the documents that don't have uh, a review date scheduled. So let's say I'm specifically going to focus on driving review dates. So I'll go back up to the first column, our first row, which is the headers. Progress, in progress, done. Status, read only, column header, row one of 10. And then I'll go to the review date column. Review date, read only, column header, column six of eight. And now that I'm on that column, the document library provides a lot of really cool options here uh, to filter views, to work with the content in the document library. So I'm gonna enter that, uh, that grid cell, which is the header, by just pressing the down arrow key. Button, 
Collapsed. Review date. And it's saying that it's a button and it's collapsed. Uh, so there's a menu for it. So I'll press enter. Table exit. Older to newer. Menu item checkbox. Unchecked. One of six. All right. So now I'm in the menu and it's got some filtering and ordering options. I'm going to go to the option called filter by just by pressing the down arrow key until I get there. Older to newer. Menu item checkbox. Unchecked. Two of six. Newer to older. Menu item checkbox. Unchecked. Three of six. Filter by. Oh, filtered by. That's what I want. So filter by review date dialog. Close. Button. Heading level two filtered by review date. All right, now I'm in a dialog. That's the uh, filter by dialog. And I'm going to have some, there's going to be some checkboxes in here that give me some options about which things I want to filter by. So I'll press the down arrow key. Heading level two filtered by review date. So that's the heading for the dialog. Let's press the down arrow key again. Empty. Checkbox unchecked. Okay, so this is the empty checkbox. So that's the one that I want to filter by. Uh, I don't want to see ones that have a review date set. I want to see ones that don't have it set. So I'm going to press enter now that I'm on that checkbox. Or actually, you can press spacebar as well. Checked. Uh, so now it's letting me know the empty checkbox is checked. And I just have to apply this filter. To do that, I'm going to just go through the other options and get to the apply button. November 23rd, 2019. November 27th, 2019. Checkbox unchecked. And I'm just pressing the down arrow key each time until I get to the apply button. December 1st, 2000. December 15th, 2019. Checkbox button apply. And there's the apply button. I'll press enter. Mark eight project team, design, all documents, and one more. All right, so now it's filtered by um, uh, items that don't have a review date set. Uh, it didn't put me back on the document library this time, but if I just want to get to the document library easy, all I got to do is press the T key because I know it's the only table on the page. So folders, files, or I And I'm back to it. All right, so let's take a look at what items got filtered or, or left after we filtered out the ones that had review dates selected. Like all, read only. So I'm going to go back to the name column. Type, read only, column header. Name, read only, column header, column 308. And I'm going to just listen to what files are in there. And also it said, you know, like I'll press down. Elevator pitch.pdf, press C to open file, hovercard, share the selected item with other people, save the selected item for later show actions. Mark 8 elevator pitch.pptx, press C to open. And I'm just pressing down quickly so that I can get a sense of how many files are here. Usability testing priorities.docs, press C to open file. XT1050 marketing collateral timelines underscore V2. XT1050 usability test 2.3.docs, press C to open file, hovercard, share the selected item with other people, save the selected item for later show actions. Read only, row 6 of 6. So it's row 6 of 6, so that means there's five files that don't have a review date. All right, that's kind of a lot. Now, maybe I want to filter this down even further so that I'm just focusing on the files that I know I really have to take action on immediately. So let's check the status of each of these files. So I'm going back up Name, to the header. Read only, column header, row 1 of 6. And then I'll press the right arrow key with Control and Alt down to get to the status column. Modified, read only, owner, read only, column header, column, review date, read only, column header, column 6 of 8. Status, read only, column header, column 7 of 8. And here's the status column. So maybe I don't really care if there's a review date set for things that are already complete. Maybe I only want to worry about the things that are currently in progress. So I'm going to go back, I'm going to go into that cell, which is the header cell for the status column. Button, collapsed, status. And just like, um, just like with the review date, I'm going to press that button and go to the filter by option. Table exit, ascending, menu item checkbox, unchecked, one of six. Ascending, menu item checkbox, unchecked, two of six, descending. And I'm just pressing the down arrow key to move through uh, menu items. Menu item checkbox, unchecked, three of six, filtered by. Filtered by, press filtered enter. Filtered by status dialog, close, button, heading. All right, and now I'm going to go down and see what my options are for the checkboxes. Heading level two filtered by status, empty, checkbox unchecked. Done checkbox unchecked. In progress checkbox unchecked. 
All right, so we know some don't have a status set, some are done, some are in progress. Now, I want to make sure that I get a review date set for the ones that are in progress, so I'm going to press spacebar to trigger, uh, to toggle the in progress uh, checkbox. Yep. All right, so I was already on in progress, and the error is just updating me that pressing uh, spacebar uh, toggled that to a check state, and then I'll, I'll go to the apply uh, button. Apply. And press enter. All right, so let's go back to the document library by pressing the T button. Marquee project team, design, all list of folders, files, or items, use up and down arrow key. All right, so I'm there, and let's see what's in this uh, list now. Like all, read only, type, read only, column header, column two of eight. Name, read only, column header, column three of eight. So now I'm in name and I'll press down. Elevator pitch.pdf, press C to open file, hover card, share the selected item with other people, save the selected item for later show actions, read only, column header name, row two of three. So it's saying row two of three, so that means I know there's already a header, so that's one row, but there's two, row, there's two more rows that are, are items. So now I've limited my view to just the two specific items that I need to take action on. So this kind of use of metadata is really powerful because what it does is it allows me to focus exactly on the work that I need to drive um, and the work that I need to do. Um, and you can have a whole lot of columns. Um, you could have dozens of columns if you really wanted to. Um, and we offer lots of different types of metadata. So here we saw owner, so that's uh, uh, the person column, so that's gonna look up people in your organization to give them as options to fill there. Review date is a date, status is a choice column, um, so it's gonna limit what options you can do there. Um, but there's a whole range of things that you can do. Um, we recently, last year, launched location columns, so you can connect a location to a specific file or folder. Um, and there's just a ton of different ways that different customers can do to help manage their data, help collaborate together, help make sure everybody's on the same page, not just about what the files are, but what their status is, or um, other things that any organization deems are important to uh, focus on. Uh, so the last thing that I'm gonna demo uh, before I give it back to Eli to demo stuff for the uh, OneDrive uh, iOS and Android apps is how do I edit this metadata? So let's say, let's see what file I'm on right now. Elevatorpitch.pdf, press C to open file, hover card, share the So I'm on the elevatorpitch.pdf because it's, I filtered this, I know it's in progress, and I know it doesn't have a review date set. Let's say I reach out to someone who's the owner for this file or for this process, and I work with them to get a review date set, and I need to record that here. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and I'm going to edit this, uh, edit this uh, element or at this uh, list item. And I'm going to go inside that cell to do that. Elevatorpitch.pdf. And I'm going to go to the More Actions button that I used earlier. Press D to open file hover card. Share the selected item with other people button. Save the selected item for later button. Show Actions button. Show Actions button, press Enter. Table exit, open, menu item, collapsed, one of 16. And I need to get to the details pane, so I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the list, which is the details uh, list item. Menu item, 2 of 16, preview. And I'll go slowly so you guys can hear the different kind of options that are in this menu. Menu item, 3 of 16, share. Menu item, 4 of 16, copy link. Menu item checkbox, unchecked, 5 of 16, save for later. Menu item, 6 of 16, download. Menu item, 7 of 16, delete. Menu item, collapsed, 8 of 16, automate. Menu item, 9 of 16, rename. Menu item, 10 of 16, pin to top. Menu item, 11 of 16, move to. Menu item, 12 of 16, copy to. Menu item, 13 of 16, version history. Menu item, 14 of 16, alert me. Menu item, collapsed, 15 of 16, more. Open the details pane, menu item, 16 of 16, details. 
All right, so now I'm on the open the details pane option. I'm going to press enter. Complimentary group. And now I'm inside of the details pane. You can press hear that it was announced. Help. You can hear that it was announced as a complementary region. So let's say I wanted to go back to the document library. I could press Shift T. List of folders, files, or items. And now let's say I'm in the document library and I want to go back to the details pane. Uh, I can use that same command to move to regions until I get to the details pane complementary region. So I'm going to press the D key. That's going to be different depending on the screen reader, but for narrator it's D. Full exit, item details, complementary landmark. And I'm there. All right, so the details pane has got a lot of controls that let me edit data about the uh, specific file. So I'm going to find the review date uh, form control. Complementary group button collapsed. 90 views button. Shows who has access to elevator pitch.bdf. Add a person or group. Groups giving access. For group, Alex Wilbur has access to elevator pitch.bdf. Adele Vance has access to elevator pitch.bdf button. Alan D. Young has access to elevator pitch.bdf button. Christy Klein has access to elevator pitch.bdf button. More info. 15 more have access. View more details button. Link, view permissions. Link, edit all. So I'm in the properties section now, and I'm going to press enter so that I make sure that I can access every control that can be edited. Edit item form panel, dialog. And that puts me in the uh, edit item uh, dialog for uh, editing this specific thing, and I'm going to navigate to the review date button, or the review date form field. Title, empty, field, edit, elevator pitch, require, combo edit. Date, edit. So it says date, edit. That's the review date. Um, and I'm going to just put in a date. So let's say that it's uh, November 11th, or uh, December 11th. I'm just going to type that in. 1, 2, slash, 12, 1, 1, slash, 12 11 2, 0, 1, 9. And then I just press Enter. Or actually, I just have to leave the form control. Open calendar to pick a date. In progress selected, selection, save button. And then press save. Edit item form panel, dialog. All right. Complimentary, link, edit all. Now I'm back in the detail pane because it said the complimentary area. And so I'll press Shift T to get back to the table. Step folders, files, or items. Use up and down arrow keys to nav. And I'll use table navigation to get to the elevator pitch document that we were talking about. Select all, type, name, read only, column header, elevator pitch.pdf, press C to open. And then I'll use control alt right arrow until I can get to the review date so that we can see that the status was updated. November 20th, 2019, 12.30 p.m., read only, column header modified, column, read only, column header owner, column 5 of 8. December 11th, read only, column header review date, column 6 of 8. And it said December 11th, just like we set it up. Uh, so that's the basics of how to, what a document library is useful for, how you can navigate it. Um, and how you can uh, really use custom metadata to optimize your experience and make work a lot easier. Uh, so now I'm going to hand it back to Eli, who's going to show you how to do things on uh, the OneDrive, iOS, and Android apps. Great. So do you go back to the PowerPoint, please? I have some videos I'm going to show everyone. Um, before I start this one, I just kind of want to give everyone a little bit of background uh, on the app itself. So. The OneDrive mobile app, we like to think of it as kind of the phone's file explorer. So all of your uh, files that are in the cloud, it's a great place to start when you want to be productive on the go uh, with anything related to files. Um, so if you want to edit a Word document, you can start in OneDrive, go to the Word app. If you want to do PDF annotation, it's there. If you want to just view the file or share or anything like that, OneDrive mobile is a great place to start when you're on the go. 
I also want to give a little bit of background here on the, on the structure of the app. So we follow a pretty common pattern within mobile apps where we have the toolbar on top and then the content in the middle and the tab bar for exp uh, exploring different parts of the app on the bottom. And I bring that up because the first thing I'm going to show you here is how you can navigate by controls. So this is something that we've built into the app in uh, partnership with the voiceover technology for, for iPhones, where you can kind of separate the, the app into those three different uh, control, or sorry, uh, spaces that I, that I just called out, and you can navigate really easily with that. So if you tap play there. Voiceover on. Speaking rate, 60%, 55%. Words, characters, headings, containers. Sorted by newest, bu selected, files, tab, one of five. Sorted by newest, button, switch user account menu, button. Sorted by newest, button. Screen recording in progress. So I guess I have to apologize. I say navigating by controls on the deck. In reality, I mean navigating by containers. And those containers are, again, that toolbar on the top, the content in the middle, and the files tab on the bottom, or the, the tabs on the bottom. You'll notice that we bounce between the files tab to the sorted by newest, um, which is the top, uh, the first item you can go to within the content pane. And then the toolbar on top, which again, the first, the first uh, item there is the account switcher button. So now I'm going to get, kind of lay out a little scenario for you that we're going to so humor me a little bit. Uh, imagine I'm a property manager, uh, and I want to be productive on the go. You know, I'm always moving places, and I always have my phone with me, uh, but I want to make sure I can get stuff done. So in this scenario, I actually have a set of rental criteria that I want to get to a client or to a, a teammate. Unfortunately, you know, I, I don't take advantage of all the organizational tools that OneDrive gives you, and I kind of forgot where the file is. So I have a guess that it's in this rental information uh, folder that I have within my OneDrive. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and navigate through the app to get to the rental, uh, the rental information folder and figure out if I can find the PDF that I'm looking for. Do you want to just go to the next slide? Oh, wait, no, that's it. Yeah. VoiceOver on OneDrive. Switch user account menu, files, heading, add, button, files, folders, search field, sorted by oldest, button, alert, sort by name, A to Z, button, sort by name, Z to A, button, sorted by name, Z to A, button, selected, list view, button, thumbnails view, button, vault folder September 22nd, 2018 11.9, UI bugs folder, Specs in progress folder May 30th, 19th. Search folder September 7th. Scenario reviews and specs folder August 28th, 2018, 14.9 megabytes. Is shared. Rental information folder five minutes ago, 248 kilobytes. Double tap to open. Double tap and hold to select. Rental and files. Back button. Rental information Microsoft. Heading. Add. Button. Search. Button. Sorted by name. A to Z. Button. Selected. List view, button, thumbnails view, button, Skyhouse Nashville rental criteria, PDF 5 minutes ago, 248 kilobytes. Double tap to open, double, loading, ellipsis, image, rental criteria. Simpson Property Group does not discriminate against any person based on race, color, religion, gender, national origin, familial status, or disability. 
The rental criteria listed below explains the policies of this community with regard to standards. Age. All applicants must be of legal age. All parties 18 years or older are required to complete an application. Identity verification. All applicants and co-signers when applicable are required to show a driver's license or a government-issued photo identification. So I think that's the end of the video. There's a couple Alert. things I want to Selected. call out as, I, as we kind of went through that. Uh, the first thing is the sorting order. So I know that I wanted to look for something that was called a folder called rental information. So I chose to sort by name, uh, Z to A. So I could start with the R's, of course, and get to there more quickly. And then if you'll notice, as, as I navigate down using horizontal swipes with voiceover, um, each item that's in the list, we get a certain amount of metadata about it. So there's the name, there's the date associated with it, there's um, whether or not it's shared, or also whether or not it's offline, which I'll go into a little bit later. Um, this is really helpful when you're trying to distinguish between folders. I know how I have a lot of folders called PDF, and so having different ones that I know which one's which is really helpful. Um, and then finally, I open up the, the file I'm looking for. Oh, actually, I'll say I, we navigate into the folder, and it brings you to the top level of the, of the next page. And then I navigate to the file itself. Um, and open it. And as I'm going through, I kind of I listen to this stuff that's on the PDF, uh, and I realize that it's not actually what I'm looking for, which is unfortunate. But again, remember, I'm the property manager. I, I realized that I was just looking at the rental criteria PDF that I needed, but it was on my desktop. So I'm wondering to myself, I wonder if there's a way on a phone to get to the files that are most that I was looking at most recently. And believe it or not, you're going to go to the recent tab for that. Um, in this next video, I'm going to navigate to using containers again to get to the bottom tab bar. Uh, and then I'll go to the recent tab Voice and I'll open up a OneDrive. Switch you. No problem. Um, I'll open up a file and I will uh, check to make sure it's the one I want. In this case, I'm, it's actually going to be the right file because I was going through recent. Um, and then I'm going to share it. So sharing is another capability of OneDrive. On. OneDrive. It's the ability to send the file, uh, a link to the file, to anyone else you're working on. So if you want to be collaborative with the file, then sharing is a great option. Uh, so if you can play the file now, we'll go is through that. One, are there one, is this one? Or? No, next one. Okay. Voice over on, OneDrive. Switch user account menu, button. Tap to open, speaking rate. Words, speaking containers. Sorted by name, Z to A, selected, files. Tab, one of five, recent, tab, two of five, scan, tab, three of five, shared, tab, libraries, tab, five of five, share, scan, recent, tab, two of five, files, tab, one of five, selected, list view, button, switch user account menu, button, selected, list view, button, thumbnails view, button, customer connection numbers, XLSX November 1st, 123 kilobytes, MSPDF Action Metrics, XLSXOCT, Rental Criteria, PDF 8 minutes ago 110 kilobytes, is shared. Double tap to open, Invest West Logo Finished Reduced, Invest West Logo Finished Reduced, Image. Rental Criteria, Invest West Management, LLC acts as the agent for the owners of the property that you are applying to rent and want you, the potential tenant, to understand that we work for the owner of the property. The following information is required for our tenant screening which meets the Federal Fair Housing Amendments A1, must be at least 18 years of age. 2. Submit and completed rental application with signature. 3. Picture identification will be required. A current. 2. 1. Inve rental. Invest West logo finished reduced. More actions. Button. Share. Button. Alert. Share. Web dialog. Close. Button. 
Send link. Heading level. Rental criteria. PDF. More options. Button. People in Microsoft with the link can edit. People to share with. Enter a name or email address. Enter a name or email address. Combo box. People to share with. E. E. No result. L. L. Share. I. India. I. Share. Web. Selected. Eli Valkas. List start. You enter. Eli Valkas added. Send. Button. Use the rotor to access misspelled word. Link send. So I hope you were able to follow that. But what I did is I went to the recent tab, found the file I was looking for, because regardless of whether of which endpoint you're accessing a file from, it's going to show up in the recent tab. So I go to the recent tab, I find that file, uh, I open it, I check through the content, making sure it's the one I actually want, and then I navigate up to the top toolbar where I can then share the file with the colleague that needs to see it. Um, so that's like a really easy way to get to files, and I, I find that scenario especially effective when you're working on your desktop and then you're on the go, you're leaving, you, but you need to check something or you need to share a file last minute. There's the option to do that on the phone, and it works really well. Uh, now I need to fill out a report about a prospective renter, and so I need to get my rental template from my local storage on my device to my OneDrive so that I can share it and then potentially go uh, actually edit it on the desktop. So to do that, uh, I'm going to use the plus button that we have in the top right and choose the Voice upload option. Um, use the upload option to uh, go to my local storage and choose the file that I need. Switch user account menu, button. Files, heading. Add, button. Activate to display, alert. Scan, button. Upload, button. Take a photo or create a, create, word document, create. Take a Voice photo or on. video. OneDrive. Switch user account Add. menu. Button. Selected. Recent. Like Capture a file. Yeah, Shares. Right. I'm noticing we're a little short on time, so why don't we just move on to the next okay. one? But trust me, you can navigate through your local storage, you can upload files, and then at that point you can go access them from your desktop and get uh, stuff done there. Um, one other thing I'll point out that we've implemented uh, throughout the app is the two-fingered Z-swipe, so going like that, uh, in order to exit or close menus throughout the, throughout the app. So that's another thing that we've built that we hope make the, makes the experience a little bit easier uh, and more useful. Is this the one you want? Yep. So now we're going to do, now we're going to transition to Android. Uh, we went from using a voiceover on an iPhone to using TalkBack on uh, an Android device. So in this thing, we're going to start, sorry, continuing my, my rental, rental property narrative. Uh, I want you to imagine that I'm on the tarmac, I'm, on, uh, I'm in a plane, and I'm going home for Thanksgiving, because, you know, rental property managers are people too. Um, and I need to look through a set of documents. And I, I'm browsing through, and I see the Wi-Fi prices on the plane. I'm like, no thanks. That's a little bit outside my price range. So uh, I'm going to use my data to offline a file. So that's one of the things we can do is we can offline files and folders uh, so that they're available regardless of what connection you have to the internet. So in this video, I'm going to offline an entire folder using the Android app uh, and TalkBack. TalkBack on OneDrive. Files, Microsoft. Controls. Account switcher button. Rental information commands button. Enlist 223 items. Duo commands button. Bohemia Docs commands button. 
GUI bugs commands button, local scorecard screenshots commands button, new folder commands button, local scorecard, we both do a rental information commands button, rental information, details button, share in list five items, move, double tap to activate, delete, double tap to rename, double keep offline, double tap to activate, preparing folder for offline use, refreshing, OneDrive, rental information commands button, enlist 200. So you'll see that I offline that file and I'll get a confirmation that that is true uh, with TalkBack. Uh, I'm gonna go on to the next one because I know we're running low on time here, but one thing I'll point out in that is that I navigated by controls. Um, that's an easy way to get to things with on the, uh, on the page that are actionable. And so I tend to use that a lot. That's backwards. No, 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 go, I said you went backwards. One more, and another one. Voice over on. Another one. one Next one. Switch user account menu, button, files. Head. Sorry, everyone. Add, button. Activate to Voice display alert, on. OneDrive. Why don't we jump to my, <laughs> to my last slide here? Yeah, okay. Uh, one thing uh, that we're going to miss here because of this technical difficulty is that we do have access to all the shared libraries that are powered by SharePoint, but since, of course, OneDrive is the files app, you can get to all your files, whether they're in your, your own OneDrive or a team library, a, sh a shared library, anything like that. You can always find your files using OneDrive. So uh, there's a shared libraries tab on the bottom right if you're using a business account that you can get to that. So the last thing I'm going to show is using Siri shortcuts and voice control to scan a document. Because I know that there's some, there's more than just uh, people who are living with, with uh, low visibility. So we're going to demonstrate some other assistive technologies that we have implemented here. So as I go through through this. Um, I'm actually going to say, to kind of talk along with it because this entire time I'm actually communicating with the, the device. So I start off by saying, hey Siri, scan a document, which of course triggers the Siri shortcut. Um, from there on, I, I use voice control to tap different things throughout the thing. So on that screen that you just saw, I tapped done. Um, now I showed grid and I chose to go to the edit box. Um, and then I'll actually speak feature ships paper and voice control will recognize what I'm trying to say. And I can, without touching my screen at all, completely start a scan, uh, do a scan, and rename it, save it to wherever I want to. Um, so maybe let's watch that one one more time because I know it's a, a little quick. So I say, hey Siri, scan a document. It brings me to the scan, which is actually powered by Office Lens. I can say tap the capture button, and it'll recognize what the capture button is, and take the scan. I'll say tap done, and I'll get I'll move to our save as flow where you can save it. Um, in this case, I'm going to rename the file instead of the auto-generated name that it comes with. Uh, I'm going to call it Feature Ships Paper, and I'll use the Show Grid thing again to tap the Done button and get through the flow. So that's a really cool integration we have with Apple. We've built a lot 
of accessibility features and because of that we can take advantage of things like shortcuts and voice control. So we're really proud of those, those features. And I'll conclude my entire kind of mobile spiel by saying that uh, OneDrive Mobile is the place to get uh, work done on the go with files. Uh, whether you want to read or edit or share or just view, um, you should start doing that with the Android or the OneDrive Android or iOS apps. So thank you. I think that concludes our demos. Um, I think we're now going to question and answer, so I'll hand it back over to, oh, sorry. Actually, James is doing a conclusion. Sorry to cut him off. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to conclude um, that, like Eli said before, we work on the accessibility crew that's on in ODSP, which is one, both OneDrive and SharePoint. And um, we really work hard to make sure that we can bring accessible experiences for uh, our technologies to the public. Um, but we know that we're not perfect. Uh, we know that there's always room for improvement. And um, that's why we really appreciate these kind of opportunities to engage with the community, to get feedback. Um, and if you um, ever want to get feedback to us, you can either um, connect with EDAD um, or uh, with Eli and me, you could just tweet at us if you wanted to. My Twitter is uh, James E-D-J-A-C. Mine's Elijah Walks. E-L-I-J-A-H-W-A-A-L-K-E-S. Yeah, so now we'll turn it back to uh, Sean and Nikez to uh, start the question and answer section. All right. All right, fantastic. Uh, James and uh, Eli, uh, thank you so very much for, this, uh, for these great demos. And it's nice to see the amount of work that you've already put in to, to make this product accessible. Uh, that's truly appreciated. Okay, folks, so we are now ready for your questions. Um, if you have not uh, sent them uh, already, uh, please email your questions to acc.webinars at microsoft.com. Now, remember, there's an S at webinars, so acc.webinars at microsoft.com. Or you can uh, reach out to us via uh, Twitter. That would be msft enable and use a hashtag accessibility webinar so there's no s this time at webinar accessibility webinar so again it's msft enable hashtag accessibility webinar now sean i believe you're going to start us off with the first question i am yes and this is a question that we get uh, from a lot of different customers um, and that is, so since SharePoint is able to store a lot of my files, um, is there an easy way to have them open directly in like the, the Word, PowerPoint, Excel, desktop apps? Yeah, so like I demoed, you can um, choose individually to do it for each file. Um, I do believe that there is an option to make it so that that's the default, but it's, I believe it's not actually a SharePoint option. It's a um, O365 option, so you'd have to go into your overall office options uh, to make that the, the choice. I actually, I'm positive that it's there. I'm not 100% sure what screen because that's actually a setting that I enable because I prefer to use uh, the native applications instead of opening in the web. Okay, uh, I have a question here for you. Can I sync a document library to my computer? Yes, you can actually. So um, you might be familiar with the OneDrive sync client. So that's the little program that runs on your computer that syncs your OneDrive files uh, up to the cloud to OneDrive. You can actually sync document libraries through that client as well. Uh, the way you do that is you navigate to the document library, um, and then there's an option in the command bar that allows you to sync 
um, that specific document library down to your computer. Um, and it will be put in a specific folder um, that you can access in your file explorer. Great. And I have a question from Twitter today. Um, and this is uh, for SharePoint. So when you're in a submenu, um, are you able to move to a list item uh, like details by using the D key for regions instead of having to move with the down arrow key through submenus? So the D key is for the large macro regions. I don't actually 100% know what would happen if you press the D key while a submenu is open. Um, that's something I might want to test after this because, but what I believe should happen is that you should be restricted to that submenu as long as it's open. And that's sort of like a default way, industry standard way that submenus work. Um, so you'd have to exit that submenu um, by doing something like pressing the escape key uh, until you close all the menus before you could start using navigation like the D key again. Okay, uh, what's, what's the difference between uh, SharePoint uh, 2016 and SharePoint Online? Yeah, so uh, SharePoint 2016 um, and also SharePoint uh, 2019 are the on-prem versions of SharePoint. Um, so in the past, the way SharePoint worked was we'd sell a license to companies and they'd store it or they'd run it off of their own servers. Uh, but now we've moved much more towards a cloud-based solution, which is SharePoint Online. Um, so uh, the basic difference is that um, the SharePoint Online gets much more rapid uh, improvements because we're running it on our own platforms. We can ship new features to it seamlessly, uh, whereas the cycle for fixing bugs or for um, making improvements to the on-prem versions is just going to be slower uh, because your own organization's IT has to support the uh, process of upgrading it. Um, and we only ship those in much slower uh, batches. Great, thank you. Great, um, and I have a question in email here, um, and it's related to James when you uh, showed some of the filter options in OneDrive, or in SharePoint, sorry. Um, is there a way to easily um, remove all filters? That's, I'm not 100% sure about removing all filters. I think we likely have that. You can definitely, um, so the uh, filter pane that I showed you, um, like that pane is specific for each column, and uh, that has got a clear all button in it. So you can definitely easily and quickly clear filters for uh, specific columns. Uh, I'm not sure where we have a button that would like globally remove all filters for the whole document library. Okay, my next question is a OneDrive related question. Uh, does the OneDrive uh, application uh, have a dark theme or does it uh, respect the operating system's uh, dark theme? Yeah, so we support dark theme on Mac uh, for the sync client and for iOS and we're building it currently for Android. I, we get a complaints or, and questions about it a lot. Um, we're building it as quickly as we can, I promise. Uh, we'll get it to you soon. Great, thank you. Uh, all right, and I have another question ready here. Um, this is a customer asking if um, office365.com is a SharePoint site or if it's something different. Yeah, so office365.com is not actually a SharePoint site. That's the, uh, we call that the backstage for Office. Um, you can access and find files within your SharePoint. So if you're logged in and you go to, if you're logged into like a specific tenant, 
and you go there, you'll be able to see and access files from that tenant, and that could be in a document library, it could be in your OneDrive, um, it could be in a document library to another site uh, that you have access to, uh, but that you're not actually working on. Um, but that's not itself actually a SharePoint site. All right. Um, this is another OneDrive question. How, how do uh, Microsoft Teams and OneDrive uh, interact? interact? Sure, yeah, we're, uh, we're working really closely with the Teams team to try and have a really tight integration there. Um, I think we're, we are integrated with both SharePoint and, and OneDrive, but we can do things like you know, searching for team files using OneDrive or uh, having connected sites uh, with, with SharePoint. Um, all those things you can do through the Teams app. You can attach links to files. Uh, you want to answer? I guess there's something else too, James, that you want to? Oh, no, I'm just writing. I'm just taking notes. Oh, okay. And some things to follow up on. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we are working very closely with the Teams team, and we hope that all of your file experiences that you can have in OneDrive, you can also have in Teams. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, I'm still waiting on some more questions to come in. Do you want to do the next oh, one? Sure. Uh, I know you, you spoke about uh, how folks can give you feedback. Uh, this question has to do with uh, how, how do we give you feedback for your respective product? We can go over that again, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. Um, so if you want to provide feedback for any Microsoft product, you can um, reach out to uh, the Enterprise Disability Answer Desk. Um, they are the front line for um, individual products. Just mention the name of the product that you want to provide feedback for uh, in that um, email that you send them. Um, or specifically for SharePoint, I'm happy to receive feedback through Twitter, uh, which is my Twitter is at uh, James E D J A C. You can reach out to me on Twitter as well. We also within uh, the apps we can shake to send feedback, and that's a way that it'll get sent. You'll create a ticket; it'll get sent directly to uh, our support team and, and our developers, so that we can look at that. So that's another way to give feedback. Right, um, and I think. Uh, Due to time, I think we'll go ahead and uh, start wrapping up for today. Um, and so if we didn't get to your question, um, feel free to reach out to either the Consumer Disability Answer Desk if you're an individual customer, or the Enterprise Disability Answer Desk if you're an enterprise customer. Um, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and just make sure to use the hashtag AccessibilityWebinar. Um, I wanted to share a few resources here. Um, to learn more about accessibility in Office, uh, check out AKA ms/office-accessibility. There's how-to articles, keyboard shortcuts, um, uh, guidance on making accessible content, and more. Um, if you want to share feedback about Microsoft products and accessibility in general, or about future webinar topic topics, you can post them at aka.ms/accessibilityfeedback. Um, and if you want to become an Office Insider, which lets you try out some of the, the latest and greatest improvements and changes in our products. Simply go to insiders.office.com to sign up. Okay, and also for the schedule of our uh, future uh, webinars and also uh, past our archived uh, uh, webinars, uh, please visit aka.ms/accessibilitywebinars. This time, there's an S at webinars. Our next webinar is scheduled for, for January, and uh, we will discuss accessibility of Microsoft Excel. And so to wrap up, um, <clears throat> I would like again to thank our presenters, uh, James and, and Eli, for the time and for all the wonderful work that they've put in to make the product 
are accessible and for taking time to come here to kind of demo and, and, and answer some of our questions. And I want to thank you folks in the audience for, for joining us today, and, and we'll see you next time. Main Menu is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, repeating various times throughout the week. To listen and for a full schedule, go to acbradio.org mainstream. You can also listen by using ACB Link, grab it as a podcast, or call 605-475-8130. If you'd like to send us feedback, if you have an idea for an upcoming Main Menu episode, or if you have a submission you'd like us to consider, email us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at Main Menu. Please note that airing of any content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. We appreciate your listening. We'll be back next time.